It's the Friendly Fire Show, episode 164 for October 15th or 16th or 17th or something. I don't know. Middle of October. I am one of your hosts, Steve Wright from Survivor. I am Ben Salter from Survivor, and we're back for more Xbox Series X this week. You can finally talk about it. I know. I feel like we're going to be doing something like every week, basically, until the launch Mm. of these consoles, which is cool. And there's some surprises coming up next week, which you can tell people at the end if you want to spoil it or if you want to save it you can think about it for the next all right i'll think about it Mm. all right um and if you're watching on video hi thanks for joining us we had a whole bunch of people watch on video which is weird so that's why we're doing it again um you'll notice in my top corner because i think i'm allowed to now i don't know i uh have the xbox series x there installed the power Mm. button's on because it's turned on and behind me you can see the menu which this looks is a real exactly, one. Oh my god! Which looks Not exactly one of those like fake ones you can see in Telstra. You've got a real one. One of those plastic shells. No, it's <laughs> yeah. proper. Um, and the menu, the home screen, which is exactly like the Xbox home screen, except there's like some fancy animated swooshes. So, woo! There's a treat for you, people. Uh, enjoy that. So, I guess I just talk a whole bunch, and you can ask me questions, or how do you want to do this, Ben? <laughs> Mm, we'll get to that. I think first we've had some very minor breaking news in that yeah. there was an absolute pre-order shambles, which I made a joke yesterday saying that there'll probably be a retailer stuff up. And long and behold, there was. Um, <clears throat> so there was good news yesterday at time of recording, which was, what day is it now? Wednesday. Um, Thursday, Ben. Oh, Thursday yeah, Wednesday. Now, Wednesday, yeah. I'm talking about I'm, yesterday. I gotcha. I'm, I'm here. Yeah. Weirdly, at about 8 p.m., EB Games uh, SMS and emailed a bunch of people saying your your order for an Xbox Series X or a PS5 has been moved up the queue. You're now in series Wave 1, which is launch day. Uh, so pretty exciting. Like We haven't had any positive news, really. We've just had Target cancelling me and everyone else, that type of stuff. JB Hi-Fi saying, no, you're not getting it. Um, so, yeah, we hadn't had that. And then today, one day later, pretty much exactly 24 hours later, They've come out and said, uh, sorry, we made a big error. That was only for Xbox. Like PlayStation that we, all those people we emailed, we didn't mean to send that to you. You are still 2020 or some of you 2021. Uh, Sorry about that. So that's probably the biggest stuff up yet. Well, some people, because I've, people that had the email yesterday have emailed me yesterday saying, I got this email. I'm so excited. And some of them haven't gotten the email today yet so mm. it might be that some people on ps4 did get pushed ahead in the queue but a lot okay. of people weren't meant to um it's also new i don't know and no one with an xbox email has received a follow-up today at least so that's that's what we know at the time of recording which is about what like close to eight o'clock on thursday night mm, I, so I i'm think... sure tomorrow it'll change <clears throat> and the day after that it'll change again and it'll just keep doing that until the 10th and the 12th of november I think it mess. makes sense from the point of view that at the very beginning, pretty much no one got an Xbox. Like if you wanted a PlayStation and you were there on that first like two hours of the uh, pre-orders opening, you got one. Yeah. If you were there within 10 minutes of Xbox, you might've got one if the website didn't crash for you. So it made sense that there were extra Xboxes. I was a bit surprised when they did PlayStation. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, this is what I kind of thought it was meant to be. Yeah. Well, there you go. Anyhow, so that's, that's hilarious. Another stuff up. Nothing's we also had some... Right. No, we also had some news. If we're on the news, we might as well talk about um, Sony mm. finally came through with the details of how PS4 backward compatibility will work, which was actually quite cool. Um, sort of like there's still some question marks, but there's a lot more answers than we had um, compared to the same time last week. So 
Uh, 99% of games will work. They put a list of like 10 games that don't work. And it's like some real stinkers, basically. I think the most high profile one was Hitman Go. Uh, There's also that Robinson Crusoe VR game, which is kind of newish. And it was one of the ones that had that special like shooty gun VR attachment that wasn't just like move controllers. Um, but the like the list of stuff that isn't compatible is like you don't care. Trust me, you don't you don't care mm. what those games are. Um, you if you have a disc based console and you have a disc based PS4 game, you can stick the disc in it will work. Um, if you own a game digitally, it'll just show up in the games hub on your console. And of course if you have disc based games and a digital edition PS5, too bad for you because you can't use those obviously. Mm. is basically the crux so basically it works which is all we wanted to know is is going to work because they were pretty confused and i know a lot of people said yeah like this is what we're always going to get and at one point about maybe six or eight weeks ago they said 99 percent of games are going to work uh backwards compatible day one but like a week before that they said oh yeah like 100 games will work and so it just it was never announced properly it was just what people said in an interview and they contradicted each other so have them come out and say yeah the second one is what we meant uh here it is legit in a blog post or whatever they did or tweeted it or video uh Uh, blog that's it yeah it's a little bit more legit we know what we're getting you can now safely trade in your ps4 for that excellent ev dollars assuming your launch order didn't get cancelled before you do that though if you want to play any of the games that you've played before you now you need to make sure that your save games will transfer or have transferred over to the PS5 in some way, shape, or form. So the mm. easiest way to do it, if you have a PlayStation Plus subscription, is to use the cloud-based save thing and just dump all your saves in the cloud. If you don't have PlayStation Plus, you can transfer saves from the PS4 to the PS5 using uh, a LAN cable or an external hard drive. But I don't think it's as easy as just like grabbing save and putting on external hard drive. It might be. I can't no, remember. You, I you tried to, like, to do this. Clone your entire hard drive. I think is um, how I have to do it. So I've moved all my games to an external hard drive just so I can plug and play. And I could, like, I just selected, uh, select all, move all to hard drive. Super easy. It took a while, but one, you know, two clicks. I tried to do it for saves and there was no move or copy to external. So they said you could do it. I didn't read the instructions because I'm a classic millennial user. I just assumed I'd figure it out. I did not. Um, but I have the cloud save. So I assume that's automated and I don't have to do anything anyway, but you have to put things in the cloud save, I think. Oh, it's not auto. It's not, doesn't just do it. No, because you only have a finite amount of storage. You have to choose which ones you Ooh. want. As far as I recall, because it's it's been a while since I've had to use cloud saves because I just play up here, not downstairs. But um, okay. I think you have this to is... go and put things into the cloud. So make sure you check I'll this check before that. you get rid of your PlayStation 4s, people. Um, and I know that you can, there's an option in the settings somewhere where you, you can basically just like clone your entire hard drive onto okay. an external drive. And then you can't plug that into... Oh, I don't know if that's going to work then. Because you can plug that into another PS4 and basically just like make that exactly the same as the one that you've just copied. But like, it's not like piecemeal copying bits and pieces. It's like replace hard drive contents with external like copy. It's like yeah. a backup basically is, is the better. The better well, I'm going to have to read the instructions. I just assumed it worked like Xbox and it was all on the cloud. I didn't realize it was this Nintendo-esque. Uh, it might be on the cloud. It might not be. Oh, come on, Japan. There's Get a the There's a playstation plus menu where you can absolutely go to your games and say put this into like manage into cloud storage i don't think it does it automatically okay. let's be honest there's only like 10 games i need my save for i need the most recent ones but i go. do like to keep it i do like to have a game i played 10 years ago i like to know i've got that save even though i'm never gonna play it again 
Well, so this is something that we kind of had to do on Xbox 360 in the move to Xbox yeah. One. You had to put your games in the cloud. Um, and now, obviously, the Xbox One just does that for everything automatically. Uh, in the lead up to the Series X and S launch, Microsoft has made it so anybody who has an Xbox 360, regardless of their Xbox Live subscription status, can use cloud saves, which means you can move your Xbox 360 games to the cloud. You'll have to do it manually. Um, but then everything else is in the cloud already. So saves are sorted so it's a, it, the way that they announced that news with the xbox 360 thing was kind of to me like the little like slap to the face of sony being like we're making it even easier and it's free and it's not like a subscription based thing but anyway yeah well it was for a long time now we're going yeah. back two gens if you haven't moved your xbox 360 saves over yet you don't care about them well i forgot to move my halo reach save apparently because i went to do reach for all this backwards compatibility testing and i didn't have the save then again, I've played Reach through its like from start to finish on Xbox One, so I don't need my 360 save unless I want to go get some achievements or something. But first world problems, Ben. Yep, there you go. Hmm. Is that all the? I think that's all the newsy stuff that's happened since. Yeah, I don't think anything else has happened. Pretty much all that happens now is something goes wrong with pre-orders. And at some point, the consoles are just going to have to come out. And then we're going to have no more news on this show because that is our main talking point for the last three episodes. Basically. Well, uh, what? Outriders got delayed to February. That's news. Uh, Borderlands 3 Next Gen was confirmed for the launch day of the consoles. Interesting. That one's a free upgrade, but NBA 2K is not. So Because it was built from the ground up on a new engine or something, which... We have yet to actually yeah, see whatever. your belief, but whatever. It's I have well, I tried to download it. It's available to download technically, but then when I actually go to try to download it, it doesn't work. So I can't mm. advise either way. I'm not even sure if I'm allowed to. Uh, who knows? I have to go look through all the embargo dates now because I'm very confused about what's happening. But hey, Ben, you have good news. You, can, I think you can share your news. Can you? Maybe you can't. I don't think so. So I don't know. Ben doesn't have any news, but he might have news soon. I'm not sure. So we won't say anything. Yet. I didn't say anything. I didn't do anything. It's fine. It's not that exciting. It's pretty exciting, but you'll have to wait well, until we know we can say it. For me, it is. Not for you necessarily, because you could just look behind you. But, you know, for well, some of us, it's exciting. I don't know what you mean, Ben. Mm-hmm. Well, I have some news in that in that vein as well. But I, if you can't talk about it, I don't think I can talk about it. So This is riveting stuff. Yeah, isn't it? Things that we, which I'm unsure if we can talk about know. this. Yeah, okay. Let's talk about listener. stuff we don't can. Don't worry about it. Let's talk about stuff we can talk about then. Let's talk about this console you've got right behind you that you can talk about and that funky new controller, which you really like. I really, it's the only reason I really like it is it's, I like the weight of the elite better to be honest, but everything else about this is, is exactly like the elite. It's the, it's the same look and feel and comfort and the D pad's amazing. It's a little less weighty, but like, that's not really a big deal. And it has that all important share button. And so Mm. far, because we can talk about UI now, um, I thought I would be able to go into like the series X menu and go to button mapping and take that profile button, which is exactly in the same spot as the new share button is. And just for comparison, it's right here. If you're watching on the video, literally this, the only thing it's different is it lights up with one, two and three lights because you have three profiles that no one ever uses. Um, You can't map that to a share button right now, which to me is insane because it's a button that you press and it obviously registers that you press a button. So until that happens, this is out the window. And this is my new jam because I love taking screenshots when I do cool things and I love taking videos, especially if something goes wrong and I want to make fun of it later. So this is a big shame for a $250 controller. They've, they've physically got the button. They obviously said that's a good spot for a button. Let's use that again for the share button. 
Uh, and it, it, as you say, it's not really used. I press it maybe once every six months. Uh, the only game I have a second profile for is Hitman because it has run and like LB and I don't want it there. Because, yeah. well, how would you have that as run? Uh, so yeah, like just have an option in the dash where you can change profile if you want or on the Xbox Accessories app like and let you map that to something yeah. else. That would be really good. Well, you can go to Xbox Accessories and map the new share button to do different things. So mm. like right now it's press to screenshot hold to, to video. You can you can change how that works. So I just I don't understand why you can't map the elite to do the same thing. But as part of all this preview stuff, Microsoft has been like adamant that we say that the UI is preview and may not be final. I can't imagine it's gonna change much, to be very honest, but maybe that's one of the things that we get as part of whatever comes out ahead of time it is a minor feature in that not many people have a series two only we're talking it's not on the series one that button uh elite controller so very small minority of players most people are going to play with the new controller that comes with their box but a big part of the elite series two was they said you can use this on series x or whatever it was called at the time next gen xbox uh so that was why we upgraded there now i'm kind of thinking i'm just gonna have to wait for the the version three for a proper share button on the best controller, because I still think I'm going to prefer elite. Um, I know you don't use the paddles on the bottom, but I have one on each and I just yep. replace uh, left stick and right stick click. And I find it so much easier. Just hold it down to run the other side, you know, run melee. Um, and then I do have left stick click in set to screenshot. And the only problem with that is now and again, I forget. I've, I always forget. I don't have it in muscle memory, so I don't remember that screenshot. And occasionally I accidentally press it and I take a screenshot of nothing. So it's not ideal. Do you, do you mean to run when you press it or you just happen to press it? No, I just either happen to press it or like something. Now and again, I'm into run. I forgot my own system very rarely because <laughs> I'm just so used to having it on the bottom now. Um, more often it's because something's happened. Like I've suddenly seen someone come at me, you know, like a shooter or something that I try to kill. And in my panic, I've actually pressed in the stick. And then the, like you get that slight second of lag, like when you take a screenshot and then I die. So this isn't well, working for me. And so, and this new controller works on the Xbox one X. I was just trying it out. The one thing I forgot to try and I probably should like it, it definitely works like a normal controller does. You just pair it the way you normally pair. I've not tried taking a screenshot with the ah. share button, but I reckon it would work, but I don't know if I need to do anything special. Like surely it would recognize that this is a new controller and has a share button. Well, you could go into the Xbox accessories app on oh, Xbox yeah, I just, One. I haven't and even see, checked. Yeah, I reckon it, it would work straight out of the box. Yeah, I will probably. check later on, but I reckon I wouldn't I have so. to do a single thing and it would just work, which is cool. Yeah, I think so. Um, so that's the controller. It's amazing. Uh, the UI, like you can see behind me, is it's literally just the same UI. When you get to like a couple sub menus, like if you hit the hamburger button and then go to, you know, like manage my game to move or copy or whatever you need to do, like the screens mm. there are a little bit different, but like it's also like just so pretty much the same. Like yeah, it's barely it's barely noticeable. Um, something that is quite different is it's weird because this UI is like almost exactly the same. But then you look at the new iOS beta app, which is on Android. Um, so you might already have it, to be honest. And I yeah, I have three or four. I have four Xbox apps on my Android phone. Uh, so one of them is the normal Xbox app. One of them is Xbox Game Streaming. So I use that to stream from my Xbox to my phone. One of them yeah. is Game Pass, and one of them is Xbox Beta. Well, this I assume X is what you're talking about. Yes, and it should really just replace all those three other apps that you have because yeah. at least on mine, on iOS, it has Game Pass in it. It has um, game streaming in it and it's the Xbox app. So that's why you had four. That was That's the four. Yeah, it's the um, fourth. 
and it's the UI is a bit strange. Like I'm so used to, cause I use the iOS app all the time and it was so different. Like it took me a little bit of time to get used to, but like now that I'm used to it, I love it. Cause you can go in and um, like when I was waiting to review NHL 21, I went into the menu and found NHL 21 and just installed it to my Xbox, even though I didn't own it. And then when I got the review key from EA, it just like unlocked it and that was good to go, um, which was useful. Kind of like preload. Yeah. without having to pre-order um the game streaming is off the hook insane so good i have a an app called OneCast on my ios uh device and it was what i was using to do that game streaming to my phone like long before microsoft uh made it happen um and it's a good app but the quality of the video streaming between that OneCast app and what happens in the xbox beta app now is just like night and day it's so good it's it's lag free it's not jittery it's it's stable um and like stupidly like matt was sleeping and i was downstairs playing xbox and i was too lazy when i heard him wake up to like go up and get up and hit the sound bar to have sound and forza so i just was super lazy and just started remote streaming to my phone but i was still playing on the tv but i just had my phone like providing the sound to what i was doing on the tv and it was like Whoa. seamless no, it was really cool no though. lag at all really no mm. like absolutely exactly the same and okay. i could have just picked it up and played from the, the phone instead but obviously i had a giant tv and it was just like mm. the the forza horizon 3 car That's was just new making level a noise. Lazy, but well anyway. yeah and it, and it works perfectly so there you go we've had um, that app on android for a long time streaming we don't have xcloud obviously but you can stream from your console officially um, but that app's been called Preview for the whole time I've had it. So it has had a few issues now and again, but it's pretty much worked. Uh, tell me in this app, where mm-hmm. is Achievements? Uh, if you click on the app, and then this is riveting for people too. Yeah, but I can't um, find it. You click on your name and then, yeah. wait, I found it before. Damn it, maybe I didn't. This is why I have not used this app and I still use the other one because I need to check my uh, oh, Microsoft you know Rewards what? Challenge you might be right. Oh, I can't figure out where it is. That's the thing. And you don't realize it's gone until someone brings it up. Yeah, I know. I don't know. You're right. You're mm. absolutely right. Well, as you know, if you get 10,000 game score before the 19th of October and you press the button in Microsoft Rewards, you get 10,000 Microsoft Rewards points. Did I so, press the button? I've done that. I want to go press the button. Oh, you had to press the button before you started getting any achievements. You had oh, to do the punch shit. card at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Do you know yeah. how many... I have like 12,000. <laughs> That's bullshit. Yeah, you got well, zero in this, but anyhow. It's I got a free like Xbox. Bucks. I guess I don't need 10,000 rewards yeah. points. Like, what am, I, what am I complaining about? For some about? reason, though, I do want to chase that number because I can get it. Uh, anyhow. Well, I hit 500,000 in the day, and I'm Oh, let's talk about myself. that. That's an amazing Well, that's achievement. it. That's, that's, that's all there is to say about it, really. I have no mm. life, and I have too many games and too much gamer score. Yeah, that is And crazy. someone has, like, close to 2 million or probably over 2 million right now. So, like, 500,000 not even like important in the grand scheme of things anymore i remember when a million used to be important that was like 10 years ago probably god that's insane well 500 is still pretty good you don't have to be the global best those people are full-time gamer score hunters you've got other things to do yeah like play nhl and yeah exactly not a lot but some other things and and play alan wake and auto hdr um that's the thing backwards compatibility we've kind of covered it i think i can't remember what we talked about last week to be honest but like load times are super good it doubles frame rate where it can auto hdr is neat but like i tried the like the test with alan wake because i thought it'd be a perfect game for it because you know like in the dark in a forest at night theoretically hdr would make things kind of pop even though it's still like dark um and it does that with the 
darkness bits and there's like right near the start there's kind of like this this uh mist or like fog and it's kind of like rolling across the screen and that looks really cool but then when you get to like really really bright sources of light the auto hdr kind of like goes insane and it's just like someone is shining a light like straight into your eyeball and it kind of washes everything out um so it's like it's good and bad at the same time uh and i don't think you can turn it off like i know you can oh i guess you could go and turn off hdr on your entire xbox but yeah like it's it's a game that kind of has it artificially put in i'd i'd like to see some sort of menu where you can kind of just say like i'd like to keep hdr on but like don't do it for me when it's not there like unless it's already there don't put it on um but anyway so that's a thing that's pretty cool um we've only tried dirt and yakuza did we talk about those last week no they weren't no, we allowed couldn't have. yet so dirt was your first ever next gen game on next gen hardware how and... disappointing yeah but it does have <laughs> some interesting was things second. how also disappointing like both those games are not my jam um and they're both not really next gen games. They were made for the last gen, and I've moved across with a little bit of prettying up at best. So, well, that's every not... launch game though for the Xbox series, to be honest. It's but, hey. pretty much every launch game for every console ever. Like it's pretty. Oh yeah. Rare Except for Destruction was... All Stars on PS5, the game that everybody is talking about. Probably not. Yeah. Well, no. even when things are exclusive to the new console, they would normally started life for a different console and they moved over at some point. So it's a couple of years in before you really get to see it. But what we did learn from your preview is how I think a lot of games are going to approach this and they're going to give you the choice. What do you want? Do you want focus resolution, focus frame rate, get the best of both of them, which I think is what we're mostly going to do. Or in the case of Dirt, do you want to try a 120 frame mode? which is obviously going to come at the expense of resolution. I think it goes down to 1440p if you do that. Um, well, yeah, you have that's, options. that's only because I only have a monitor. Well, that might not be only because, but it was definitely the case in my case because I only have a monitor that can do 120 frames because it's 1440p. So I can't, I mm. couldn't have had 120 anything higher because that's just how my my displays work. Even so, even if you have a 4K TV, it does drop down to 1440p. That's the hit I would imagine. Take. Yeah, yeah. Like you're 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 getting the, you're taking a hit from graphics to put into the frame rate. Um, mm. And on my monitor, because it's not um, well, I guess that's pretty much any monitor because I'm running at 120 frames at 140 at 1440p. I like HDR turned off, so you can tell that 120 is smoother than 60. To me, it's not like as like going from 30 to 60, you, you're like, whoa, geez, like you can really tell. And going from 60 to 120, it's not as impressive. Like you can tell, but it's not as yep. impressive. Um, so I kind of decided I was I was dead set. I was going to do 1440p, 120 frames like that was going to be my, my jam. And like I've done a lot of video recording and I can't record in 120. So I was using the 4K 60 frames as my like recording one. But then the more I'm playing that, the more I kind of just like it more because it has the HDR. It's still pretty smooth and it looks really good. Um, yeah. And like something like like Dirt, you can kind of tell even like Avengers. I think Avengers has been updated already. So like you can play in 4K or frame rate and like you can sort sort of see a visual difference when you go to frame rate. Like it kind of gets a little teeny bit muddier. But like doing that in Avengers on Xbox One, it's like mud or like you can see Iron Man when you pick those two extremes. And this one, it's like, it's almost exactly the same thing. So it's like, we have power now and that's cool, but it's also, I think we're going to get used to it very quickly and it's going to just become 
Like, yeah, we will. We're going to take it for granted very soon, which is good though. Like, let's use the power. Hurrah! It's well, you get the choice. It is confusing for users because, uh, so you you need to have HDMI two point one TV or probably I don't know if there's any monitors with that yet. No, um, as far as I know, there's not, or they're do, super expensive. That's to do four K one twenty, um, ideally with HDR. They yeah. even have the capability. Now, no devices actually do that yet. So this is actually the first one. Are going to be able no, to but so that. no one's actually tested this. So I have the LG B9, which is the first generation with HDMI 2.1, and there are some people saying no, the C9 has HDR capability, but the B9 didn't. That's one of the only differences between them. LG themselves said no, no, they can both do 124K HDR. No one's been able to test it. There is no device that can do that. The first one that can do it is the Xbox Series X. So no one knows for sure if you will be able to use HDR. Very confusing. I think Ryan McCaffrey at IGN. Um, sorry, I hit my yeah, Well, some of them would have tested it by now. Actually. Well, I think he said, because I was listening to their podcast, I think he said that Microsoft arranged to get special firmware from LG on his TV because it was the same kind of boat. So when you have access to an Xbox Series X, Ben, we should ask Microsoft if we can... Uh, See what he did. Check into that firmware so you can test it. Well, Presumably, it would be coming for everyone. Maybe it's just not ready yet if um, he needed to get it early or something. Yeah. But yes, yes, confusing. If you have a TV which is HDMI 2.0, you can still do 1080 or in some case 1440p at 120, but you need to go in your Xbox settings and change it to 120 mode. It probably won't be by default because you're going to lose 4K. Yeah. And then when you go into something like Dirt, it will give you the option. It won't let you choose that. So... I kind of wanted the game to be able to set that. You better say, I want to play this 1080, 120, um, but you have to go into Xbox settings and change it. So that's quite annoying. Yeah. And like, it's it's just like you'd go into the Xbox if you wanted to switch between 4K and 1080 for some reason. Like that's the same thing with the frame rate. There's just like another drop down for frame rate. Mm. Um, and I was being lazy and like unplugging it and plugging it into the 1440 and then unplugging it and plugging it back into the 4K without setting the things. And eventually like I gave my xbox a heart attack so uh if you are going to be switching between monitors and stuff i would advise doing the right thing and going through the menus so you avoid a lot of uh heartache and hassle something which they might be able to change in the future it would be great if you decided for some reason i want to play everything in 4k 60 except for dirt which i want to play in 1080 120 you could just set it to be like this game i want to be that but everything else i don't so uh yeah obviously that's super minor feature something which most people will deal with but it's something which they could add in later this is the main thing to fix fix that share button no they could they could map the share button or the the profile button to have visual video mode profiles instead of controller profiles or something well they could just let us do anything with it because the xbox accessories app is really good like it lets you choose anything they've already got a physical solution to this problem anyway we've been harping on about it they just yeah to god like that's all we it. want god damn it microsoft just <laughs> give us what we, we want, want. Yeah. um what haven't we talked about oh i figured out how home console works in case anybody well, this is useful if you have multiple... game sharing and stuff yeah well so the way that our house works is that my husband is downstairs and we'll use the xbox one scenario like we have two xbox ones I, I log into mine and play games and I own them. So that's fine. The console downstairs is the home console. So I own all the games, but Matt can log into it without me being connected to it because it's home and he can play any game. He has access to my Xbox live gold entitlement and he has access to my Xbox game pass entitlement. So he can basically do anything I can do. Ta-da. Um, if you get an Xbox series console and bring it into the mix, 
it doesn't really matter. You just treat the consoles like they're Xbox. You make one home, and that's the one that gets all the entitlements. And if you had another home console before, that one no longer is because you've made a new one home, and that's just how it works. So just treat the consoles like Xbox, and you're fine. Um, the same thing kind of works um, to some extent with how you do extra things. So you can have an Xbox One and an Xbox Series X connected to two screens like I do behind me, and you can log in with your gamer tag to both consoles at the same time and it's not a big deal but you can only play a game on one gamer tag at a time so if i'm playing a game on the xbox one and then i want to play something on series x with the same gamer tag the series x will just pop up a little screen that says you're playing something over here do you want to play on this console instead and you just say yes and it logs you out of that game on console number one and you're playing on console number two and I guess the only other thing to keep in mind, because you might be like weird like me, um, you may know that you can log into a PC with your gamer tag and play a game and log into an Xbox console with your gamer tag and play a game at the same time. That's still fine. It's just you can't like just treat your Xbox like it's an Xbox console. It doesn't matter if it's a one, a series, it doesn't matter. Like that's it. And then you're good. One so, home. Good to confirm. Stuff it that you probably sense. knew or expected, but now yeah. it's definitively answered. Ta-da. Well, a lot of people do game share with someone else. So even if they don't have two in their own house, a lot of housemates do it. A lot of siblings do it yep. uh, where you and the other person actually swap and they have their, your home console is their console. So yep. they can play all your games because of course you're logged in somewhere else. Um, pretty smart idea, but you just need to remember that you need to swap that over. Yeah. So there's a little bit of admin work if you do in that system. Precisely. And that's what like, I'm, I think I'm going to get my nephew uh, a new console and his console is the home console, but it's set up under his dad's gamer tag. And his dad lives in a different house now and he plays same kind of idea. So what I'll have to ship my nephew a console and then he'll have to turn it on. I'll have to coach him how to make like to log in as his dad, I guess, and then make that the home console so we can still play games. Hmm. Anyway, we can, there you go. That. That's yeah. easy. Uh, other preview stuff. It's not hot. It doesn't make any noise. Stuff that well, we kind of knew. That's the people. end of the scandal that it was. Well, yeah, like I don't is. understand where that even came from, those rumors, but like it's whisper quiet. Mm. It, like my computer makes more noise, and I'm not even doing anything on my computer at like when I'm playing a game. Like I can hear my computer fan, but I can't hear the Xbox One fan. Um, and like it's the, the air that comes out of it is warmer than room temperature, but it's by no means hot. Like it's like oh, you're not scalding yourself on the fan. It's fine. Um, no, I think that came from people who put it probably upright very tight in an entertainment unit. So it was blasting air like directly on the shelf, like two centimeters above it and heating up the whole area. That makes sense. Like people who put their console on top of another console, you're just going to cook them together basically. Yeah. I don't so, understand. Yeah. You need then, a lot like, of ventilation. You complain. Like it's, yeah, no. exactly. This so is that's a... why like, I think you and I both said last week that we have to put our consoles in a different arrangement. So the Xbox mm. blows air out and not like into the middle of the entertainment unit, but yeah, I've got to swap. It needs to go on the right now. It was always been on my left. So, but that's all right. I can deal with that. I'm happy yeah. to make an adjustment. Well, and that's why this one's sitting not where the light box is. That's where I wanted it to go because the extension or the power cable wasn't long enough. And I didn't want to put an extension cable in the mess of cables that I already have going on over there. I think I took a picture the other week and people almost had a heart attack because the cable management is so poor, but mm. looks whatever. good where it is. I like this system, the light box and the Xbox together. Well, it's the light box is probably eventually going to get replaced by a PS five. Cause I don't know where else it's going to fit to be honest. So mm, yeah. Anyway, um, don't have a PS five. Don't know if that's going to happen. Maybe on the 12th of November, who knows? Uh, I don't know if there's anything else I want to talk about, Ben. Is there anything that I didn't mention? I think I kind of covered it all. 
I don't think so. I think that's pretty much all you've covered. You played some next gen games. You played a lot of old games. You like the controller. Yeah. I can't. F- I had notes. I can't remember where they are. Um, and we're going to play a whole bunch of new games soon. Uh, mm. There's a list. And it's not like it's under embargo by the time this podcast comes out, but I forget what the list is and I don't have it on me. Um, tons of games like uh, Gears Tactics, Gears 5, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. A whole bunch of games are um, confirmed or will be confirmed, I guess, by the time you hear this as optimized for Xbox Series S and X. Um, and that just means more games to test. It's kind of a weird thing, though. Like, I feel like in terms of the console review, like I'm pretty much done like there's not a lot of stuff i can talk about anymore about the console and performance and stuff and it's kind of shifting now to like review gears tactics it's like i already did on pc and i guess it has a controller now but like there's not going to be a huge amount of work to do with that review gears 5 again why i did it was good now it's like better (laughs) but it's like it's still the same damn game that's going to be weird in the lead up to november i think now it's an unusual console launch, but it's also still an exciting one. You get to use that 4K TV if you got one properly for the first time. The One X did to a degree, but look, at it struggles a lot with frame rates. So yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a good time. You see things like Assassin's Creed Unity is running finally this proper frame rate and you kind of see like, oh, these consoles tried, but they did not get there. Maybe some of these buggy games are not as bad as we thought they were at the time. They just, the hardware just couldn't keep up. So uh, yeah, you're seeing some decent benefits way beyond what I can really even understand. But when you just kind of see the massive framework spikes and how things are loading a lot better. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's what we get in this generation. And then we get like it, it by the time November comes around, it's not, they're not, you know, like next gen exclusives, but we're going to have things like watchdogs and Assassin's Creed and cyberpunk's not far behind. So it'll be a weird like dip between now and then, but then it'll get really good by the time these consoles mm. come out. So thank God for Ubisoft because they have about five games, which are actually optimized for the next gen consoles in the first three months. And without them, there would be almost no games. Yeah. So none of them, they're all cross gen, but at least there's something. Valhalla is really cool. We had a chance to look at it again over the week. Um, I didn't do any of the stuff we did last time. Instead, I just hung around the settlement and hung out with dogs and gave them a good pet and played dice games and put on some tattoos and stuff. So if you feel like watching a video, mm. uh, it's there. And I think we're doing another Immortals Phoenix Rising thing soon, um, which is the Zelda That's Breath of Zelda. the Wild clone, basically. Yeah, yeah, that looks cool. Yeah. And it'll uh, be smooth, silk, silky smooth on Xbox Series X or whatever the else. Only other thing I've seen someone post, it was Digital Foundry as usual, um, that I haven't seen elsewhere is about loading times on external SSDs. So because any non-optimized game does not use a velocity architecture, uh, you're not getting any benefit out of having it on the internal drive except for the speed. Yep. Um, so if you plug in a decent external SSD, you can get pretty much the same loading times off of those for a fraction of the cost of the um, little memory card unit. Exactly. Um, so that's something to think about. I'm probably not going to do that. I think I'm just going to fork out the 359 and get a plug-in external drive so that I can use both optimized games and old games and I'll just put what I'm playing on there. But if you're someone who wanted like a two terabyte easy access to pretty much everything out now and everything for the first year or so that you can play and you don't care about not playing the optimized version, that is probably a way to go uh, yeah. just as an option. Cause you still get like the, instead of a 50 second load time, you get like the eight second load time, you get the speed advantage. 
Yep. And if you have a if you have a external like an old external hard drive that's slow, mm. and you have all your Xbox One games and stuff on it, every every other benefit of the Xbox Series console will be at play. So you won't have an increased loading speed, but you will have quick resume. You'll have increased frame rate. You'll have auto HDR if it applies it. All those other like all those other bells and whistles. The only thing that you won't get from an external hard drive that's not an SSD or using an SSD internally or the expansion card, the loading time is the only thing that yeah. doesn't come across. So like if you can, if you can be bothered waiting a minute for Forza Horizon 3 to load, you still get all the other stuff. You just don't have to take up space on your one terabyte storage for now. So you've got a few um, options. It's not just the one thing that you can do. It's you can, if you want loading speed, but for a lower cost for only the older games, you can do that. If you're yeah. happy to wait eight minutes, you can, or 10 minutes, you can copy over most games from a clunky old hard drive to the external drive or the expansion port and get the advantage. So it depends yeah. what you want to do. I think that's what I would do. I'm just going to leave the, you know, five games I'm currently playing on there and the rest on my 12 terabytes of plug-in hard Yeah, drives. put your favorite games on for increased loading and then leave the rest on, on an old hard drive. Um, yep. We did data transfer tests. I don't have the numbers off the top of my head, but like the, the most impressive one, obviously, because it's, it's all SSD. Um, we did averages for, you know, the time it took to transfer a gig and from the internal SSD on the Xbox Series X to its uh, one terabyte expansion card, it was one gigabyte per 1.1 second or something like crazy like that, like one point something seconds. Um, I think from my USB 3 just non SSD external hard drive, it was, I think, a gig every 11 seconds or so, which is too bad. Um, and then, but if you had to take a game from your internal hard or from your internal SSD and move it back to an old school hard drive, external hard drive, it was like one gig for every 36 seconds or so. So, mm. you know, like do it overnight, set it for the next morning or something if you want to move stuff around and just kind of like forget about it. There are options. Yeah, exactly. I don't and think I have yeah. anything else to say about the S box, S box, S box, S Series X. Now we're yeah. in that fun point of waiting and we hope people get their uh pre-orders moved up who knows what's going to happen now something terrible will happen by the time we're back uh, <laughs> death of just, the universe <laughs> trump gets re-elected like just there's there's a whole bunch of stuff that can happen ben well, i mean um, some pre-orders will get cancelled that's what i'm talking about but yeah trump will get elected and in his first act as the continuing president will cancel your pre-order just everything will happen at once um if you have questions, send them through. I don't know if we can answer them. I'll, I'll try to be honest and tell you if you have to wait or if I can answer them and I'll be happy to. And you might give me a good idea to write an article or something. So I'll thank you for mm. that and do it. Um, and Ben might have some good news later on. Do you want to talk about the good news that could happen next week or do you want to leave it a surprise for people? No, let's talk about that because this episode has been a minor update on Xbox Series X because we talked about a lot of this last episode. Mm. Uh, this was just more of a, we can talk about a small amount more not a big episode, but next Did week... Did I do a horrible job and just repeat myself the whole hour? Is that what, is that what you're... Yes. Uh, right. but <laughs> No, no. Uh, an exciting episode for regular listeners of the show going back six or seven years before we had like a four-year hiatus. Uh, we are potentially getting back former Friendly Fire Show regulars, uh, Tano and Shane, who were on here. That was back when this was a Survivor slash MMGN podcast. So we had Shane from Survivor and Tano from MMGN. Um, as it turns out, basically one is heavy Xbox, one is heavy PlayStation, so it's a good mix. And we're hoping to do a Xbox One review of the whole generation uh, next episode, and then a PS4 review of the generation the episode after. 
Hopefully we can get both of those guys for both episodes because... They've both confirmed, but if you know Shane and Tano, that doesn't mm. actually mean they're going to be here. So. They, they were, they've been invited every episode that we have rebooted for the last year or so, or two years, however long it's been. Yeah. Uh, so they haven't come on yet, but they're very excited to look back. It's kind of like getting a guest star back, you know, after they've left four seasons ago for the finale, but we're not ending. We're just bringing them back. Uh, and it'll be fun to look back because those consoles both had interesting lives um, and to go back over what we liked, what we didn't like, how the whole generation went. That's where we should go before we move on officially to the Series X and PS5. And it's far more interesting than having me talk to you about how Gears 5 is a little bit faster or something. So Yeah, so there's going to be no technical chat. There's going to be no hard drive speeds. There's going to be none of that frame rate talk. HDMI 2.1, none of that next episode. If this one bored you to death, this is as technical as we will be. Until launch, maybe when we have to talk about it. And because it's Xbox next week, I can talk about my NHL 21 review because I'm sure you guys will love that. So mm, there you go. Yeah, I can maybe. tell on the, by the look on your face <laughs> because this is a video medium now, Ben, that you're not you're not pleased with that idea. Well, I'm that's not fine. sure that's a look back on the generation. You can talk about NHL 14 or something. We've got to look back. Well, it has to be a look back because it's not coming out on the new ones. So it's mm. it's like anyway. Anyway, I think you just I've put off the listeners. We will cut that off the end of the episode. <laughs> It'll be a bonus material. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, how do we find you on the internet, Ben? I am uh, Ben underscore Salter on Twitter. I think it's up here on the Oh, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I do that now. And I'm yeah. SRightAU on the internet too. Mm. And okay. that's us for this week. Hopefully we can talk about, well, we've got Xbox One and PS4 the next two episodes. At some point, hopefully we can talk about the PS5 because we're not blanking it. This is not an Xbox only show. We just have not had any access to the PS5 as Correct. the whole world hasn't really. So except for Hungry Jacks, because they do have some to give away. They seem to get them pretty easily. Or 50. Burger King. So, hmm. but who knows? You might get an email saying you won one of the one of the PS5s and then they'll send an email to the next day saying, oh, sorry, we lied. So yeah, you didn't get bumped It's been up. that year. Yeah. Uh, we will see you next week.